0: It's time for Inside the L, the podcast covering all things LaSalle Athletics and taking you behind the scenes. And now, here's your host, Ed LaFerge.
1: Welcome back to Inside the L, the podcast. I'm your host, Ed LaFerge. This episode is brought to you by Philadelphia Mortgage. Be sure to subscribe, leave a review on Apple Podcasts, follow us on Spotify, and subscribe on YouTube. All you have to do, search LaSalle Athletics on all three platforms. Atlantic 10 men's and women's swimming championships took place this past weekend, and we had some notable performances for the blue and gold. Um, I'll be joined on this episode by junior women's swimmer, Sarah Rosetto, and sophomore men's diver, Sam Henninger. Um, We're going to jump right into things first with Sarah Rosetto. Sarah, thanks so much for joining us uh, here on the podcast. How are things going?
2: Pretty good so far.
1: Uh, You know, you had a really big weekend at uh, A-10s, the first medals of your career, if I understand that correctly, gold in the 200 back, silver in the 200 free, bronze in the 200 IM, and then silver in the 200 free relay. You set five program records, three as an individual, two as part of the relay team. What was that experience like for you?
2: Um, it was really great racing with my team. I'm really proud on the on how the whole team did, even though it was really sad that the guys and the girls couldn't compete together and the divers were at a completely different location. That was still was like a really great feeling. And it went pretty good considering that we weren't back on campus last semester to practice. So we all practiced on our own and it went pretty good. I'm really proud of how my team did.
1: What does that mean for you to be able to, to, to help your team and, and earn some points by, by placing and meddling a few times?
2: This honestly makes me really proud because I know like I'm contributing to the team and I'm not represent I'm not representing myself. I'm re- representing LaSalle University or LaSalle Athletics. And knowing that I cont- contributed to like get a lot of points for the team and like contribute to like the team standing at the end is like it's really good and it's making me really happy
1: uh you know last year you set four program records as a sophomore at the a10s while finishing 10th in the 200 back this year you set five records and you finished first in the same event what do you make of the progression that you've made from sophomore to junior year
2: Um, This progression is telling me that the practice is going really well with Sasha as our new head coach and the practice is completely different and I feel like I and most of our teammates adapted really well to the different kind of practice especially since like not just me but also other of my teammates we dropped a lot of time considering like I said we just practiced this semester and considering people were in quarantine people got corona so we also had like a couple of like breaks in practice because you we weren't allowed to. And I just think with like the coaching staff right now, we are on the right track.
1: What do you make of that? Like the 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 whole COVID nineteen pandemic and not being on, uh, on campus in the fall. I know for, for swimming and correct me if I'm wrong here, but the the more amount of reps you can get in the better. So that way you guys can can train appropriately to to you know get better time. So walk me through how difficult this year was compared to last year with having to not be around your teammates for, you know, a good portion of the year.
2: It was really difficult because like you said, we need to get the yardage and we need to like swim the laps every day or like six days a week, multiple times a day. And last semester, so I know people haven't touched the water since like last year, March, when they got back in January. So it was like really difficult to get back. I was fortunate when I stayed at home in Germany that I was able to practice, not as much as I would like to, because I didn't have the time because of the time difference in my class schedule, but it was still kind of difficult to come back. And when and we had the break because of COVID and we weren't allowed to practice for like, even if it was just for two days, it was still like, Affecting the whole team because then it took us like, for example, like another week to get back into the schedule and our coaches needed to adjust like the whole schedule for all of us because we had this like breaks we like didn't anticipate we will have. So it was like really difficult for the whole team to like it, adjust to these uncertainties.
1: And as you mentioned, um, you're from Kriftel, Germany. Did I say that correct? Yeah. Yes. Um how did you end up at LaSalle? Like, you know, did you spend your whole life in Germany? Like, tell us about your journey, kind of what led you here to LaSalle?
2: Um, So I'm born in Germany, and I still live in Germany. I'm here to get my undergraduate degree in psych and Social. And I decided to come to the States, like, I didn't, like, pick a school, really. It was just, like, I was working with an agency together that helped me to, like, get in contact with coaches. And one of them was the head coach from LaSalle. And I decided to come here because I can combine like athletics and academics perfectly in the United States. And this is not possible in most of the European countries. And I still wanted to like see how my swimming goes for the next few years because I was still like improving. And as you can see, like I improved a lot since with my age from comparison last year to this year. So that's pretty much why I decided to come to the States and come to LaSalle because it was just a perfect fit for me here.
1: Was, was there something specifically about LaSalle that made you want to come here?
2: The close connection on the team. Like when I talked to the head coaches, I also talked to like members of the team and I just felt really welcomed considering I was on the other side of the world with like the time difference, just talking over Skype or Zoom, not really knowing the team. And they're all like, included me right away. Like it's like a second family for me here. And that's like really something that impressed me. And that was something that major contributed to my decision to commit to a cell.
1: And now I I understand that you have a twin sister, Esther, who also swims down at uh, West Florida. Um, is, Is swimming a family sport? Like how did, how did you guys get into it?
2: It wasn't until my sister and I started with it. Like my parents never were really athletes. It's just like when my sister and I, we were younger and little kids, like my mom, she like joined us in like every kind of like sports team to see what we liked the most. And my sister and I, we were both most passionate about swimming. Like we always love to go to the practices. So this is like pretty much how we ended up. But no one in my family besides my sister and me are like athletes
1: so you started swimming when you were real young Did you, about how old were you
2: I think I was like four years old maybe really and yeah. now
1: now is that like just getting in the pool learning to swim or is that competitive like at what point are you competitively swimming
2: at the beginning it was pretty much just because my parents then wanted to the me and I can swim and I think at the age of eight I started having my first meets because then like My coaches saw that my sister and I we have talent, and they like contributed to it. So like that's how we ended up, and we are still swimming today.
1: You know, it it sounds like you have a pretty good relationship with your family. What is it like to be so far away from them for, you know, two thirds of the year?
2: I'm not going to lie; it's really difficult, especially now in COVID times. Like when I was in quarantine, it's not just like that. I can like go to my mom's house like I can't fly to Germany that easily like I was like all on my own like at the beginning of my freshman year it was really difficult because you needed you needed to get independent really quickly but thankfully my sister and I we were able to do that so like I kind of adjusted it and I also enjoy the time away from my family so I can like develop my own personality my own character and especially since my sister and I we're not at the same school like I'm seen as an individual, no that's like, oh, like they are the twins, right. so like I like that I'm like not with her, even though I miss her, but then I appreciate the time i I have with her and my family even more when I'm back in Germany.
1: now, do you and your sister, I imagine you talk frequently do you 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 talk about swimming a lot?
2: Yes, we really talk about everything about swimming classes and just like how practice goes, how the meat goes. Like I know she was like watching the A10 championships on ESPN and she texted me like, oh, your team did so good. And she also texted me about like the relay and we got second and she's like, you got all guys, you did so amazing. So this was something that really made me happy. And like I talked with my teammates about it and they were all really happy that like she followed the meet.
1: That's exciting. I imagine um you know for you guys is it uh when you go home, like, does, do one of you fly to the other one and then you fly back to Germany together? Like, what's, what's that like?
2: Um, usually her semester ends like a week earlier than mine. So like, we never really fly back together. So like, she's always a week earlier in Germany, but she also for fall semester, she leaves a week early. Mm -hmm. So like, that's pretty much just like the time we spend in Germany all the time then together, but we don't fly together. And like I know I've visited her once over Easter break, my freshman year, but like usually like because we are so busy with like swimming and practice and the competition schedule, we don't really have the time to visit each other sadly
1: so would you say that it's helpful for you to have your sister going through the same experiences uh, same experiences as you at the same time so that way you you, you both kind of have a, a built-in support system?
2: I think it definitely helps because she can identify with how I'm feeling and I like it's just like talking to someone who's going through the same exact same situation is really helpful and like i'm older than my sister so i I was actually the one who decided first to like take the step and say okay i want to go to a completely different country to go to university there and she followed me Mm -hmm. so it's like it's it's always easy to have someone who you can identify with and like if like something is going on i can always ask her for help
1: that's awesome um Swimming seems to be a sport that you need to be both physically and mentally prepared to succeed in. Would you say that that's the case?
2: Definitely. It's like, like, obviously there's a whole physical part in swimming. Like you need to pay attention to your nutrition that you don't eat, for example, too much fast food and stuff. Don't go to McDonald's every day, but also like mentally when you stand in front of the block or for the divers, when you stand on top of the board, you need to be like, I don't know. It's like, there's a huge mental part that contributes to it. So like, I'm always trying to like tell myself, like I'm giving my best, if it doesn't work out, it's fine. Like I can't blame myself. So I'm trying to not put myself too much under pressure because I made the experience when I'm like too nervous or I have like too high expectations that it never works out. So like, there's a huge mental part in swimming and diving as well.
1: And so now do you, do you have to train to be more disciplined in both aspects? Like, are there different exercises or routines that you do to, to train your mental game as well as your physical game?
2: There are, but I I think for me, it's more indirectly, especially like in practice. That's where like we practice and practice the mental side. So like, depending on what kind of practice we have, that's like how also like Sasha, like had our little pep talk. She's like, you don't need to be scared of a 200. Like we did it in practice. We did like longer distances. We did it shorter. We like broke it apart in the whole little pieces and you were able to push through it. Like you were successful. So like, it's more like you practice the mental part while you are swimming in the pool, or you are standing and diving. Mm
1: -hmm. All right. Well, Sarah, listen, it's been great to talk to you. Congratulations on your success at the A Um, we are super proud of you here in the athletic department. So, um, thanks so much for, for for taking some time to join us here on the podcast.
2: Thanks for having me.
1: All right. In just a few minutes, we're going to take a quick break first, and then we'll be joined by Sam Henninger. He's a diver on the men's team. He also brought home some hardware this weekend uh, from the A-10 championship. Stay, stay tuned. We'll be right back. are back and at LaSalle they truly are something special and boy come game day we take it to the next level fans are locked in wearing their finest blue and gold but it's only a real game day at LaSalle when you have done one more thing break out the hers dial up the crunch with hers pub pretzels going for the snack win doesn't get easier or tastier you break out the crunchy dip receiver with hers ridge chips both go perfectly with cheering on the Explorers to the last second. Game time, halftime, overtime. It's your time to break out the hers. Building a great team takes many years of practice. I'm Dennis Pagliotti, and at the Bricklayers and Ally Craft Workers Local 1 of Pennsylvania Delaware, we've been practicing since 1865. Check us out at BAC-1.org. That's BAC-1.org. The men and women of IBEW Local Union 98 support LaSalle University and the Explorers. From the time of Tom Gola to Lionel Simmons, and to this day, the members of Local 98 have provided the electrical, wiring, and network needs for LaSalle. For more information, look us up online at IBEW98.org. And we're back here on Inside the L, the podcast. I'm your host, Ed LaFurge, and just talked to Sarah Rosetto from the women's team. Now it's time to talk to Sam Henninger from the uh, men's swimming and diving team. Uh, he brought home uh, some hardware this weekend as well. Um, Sam, thanks so much for, for joining
0: us. How are things going? Of course. Thank you for having me. Um, I mean, things are good. Just got done A-10s.
1: Is it an exciting feeling to be out there and, uh, you know, uh,
0: competing? Oh my gosh! Yeah, it was so exciting, especially after the year we had. Sure, it was it was nice going, and we had some really good performances. So I felt like it was definitely a success.
1: You know, for for you as as just a sophomore, you were able to claim gold in the one meter dive. What does that mean to you?
0: It it, it was awesome. It just it just means that my hard work paid off. Because um, I mean, like I said, with the challenges we faced like this year, it was just great to have a good a good performance.
1: And, and so like, what, what was that moment like for you? So like, I imagine you, you took your, your dive, you knew you had a, a solid score. Did you know right away that you, you were going to be towards the top of the pack? Did, did you have to wait a little
0: while? Um, so at, at, um, eight tens for diving, they have like a scoreboard up at the top. And after each dive, they, um, they like have like the little calculated score at the bottom. So I, there was, it was me and this one other boy. Um, we were, it was, it was close to me throughout. Um, and when, when we looked at the score, like I, I saw my score, my score was like three fourteen. I was like, okay, well, this could go either way. And okay. then, and then he, he was after me. And then I saw he got, he got three and I was like, oh, okay. So yeah, I, I knew in the moment, but it was, it was awesome.
1: What was, what was the reaction like from your teammates when, you know, you got so- gold
0: they, they were on the other side of the pool and I just remember looking over and they're bouncing up and down. They're cheering me on. It was so cool.
1: That's awesome. Uh, you know, la- last year you, you were able to take home bronze in the same event. Um, how have you trained to, to, to make such a significant jump like that?
0: Oh gosh. Good question. Um, I feel something that was different this year than was last year. I definitely learned to be more patient and like, not get as anxious in a meet as last year. Um, But that just might be with last year because it was my first A-10 conference meet. So it's definitely a lot more nervous. Um, So I think this being my sophomore year, my second year, I definitely felt a little bit more comfortable like with the meet itself.
1: So with the, the crazy year that we've had with COVID and we talked with Sarah a little bit about this, but for you guys not being able to really train and compete during the fall semester and having to wait until, you know, school started in, in January, were you still able to, to do some training on your own? Like how much, how difficult was it to, to not have that, that fall semester?
0: It it was, it was pretty difficult. Um, we, at at least for me, I, I wasn't able to get in the pool like during that brief period of time. Um, LaSalle was able to get us on campus and we were able to do some training with Scott and Jay down on the soccer field. Mm -hmm. Uh, That was about like once or two times a week. So I really didn't have much um, like training before going into the season, Um, which definitely made me a little bit more nervous. Um, Because I know a bunch of school, like other schools in the A-10s were able to um, start practicing a little bit earlier than we were. But yeah.
1: You know, you have uh, you have Coach Ian now taking care of the diving. Um, what, what's it been like working with him?
0: It's been awesome. Um, I thought I thought it was going to be um, a little challenging, you know, because a new coach, um, especially with Steve. I've I've been coaching with Steve, or I've been diving with Steve since I was in seventh grade. Oh wow! He was my club coach growing up, so it's definitely a big difference. But Ian, he took us in. He was awesome. Um, I, I thought it was great.
1: JRM supplier consulting strategic services include competitive sourcing analysis, development of supplier contracts, contract negotiations, supplier contract management, and relationship building. We will help you establish procurement methodologies and utilize best practices for competitive sourcing event development and management. We provide experiential, Benefits for HR, finance, accounting, marketing, IT, supply chain, sales operations, and legal. For more information, visit us online at jrmsupplierconsulting.com. Since
2: 1974, Sharon Environmental Design has provided the highest quality landscape design and build services at the most cost-effective prices. Located in Plymouth Meeting, and four regional offices throughout the greater Delaware Valley, Chiron Environmental Design is prepared to offer professional design, build, and maintenance services to address a wide range of landscape design needs. Sharon maintains specialty divisions in golf, sports, civil engineering, and interiors. To learn more, check us out today at ChironDesign.com. LaSalle
1: fans, are you looking for something to get embroidered or imprinted? If so, let Campus Clothes help you get the look. Whether your team is in the corporate office or on the athletic field, Campus Clothes can supply your team with all its needs. Choose from a variety of t-shirts, uniforms, fleeces, polo shirts, and jackets. Visit us on the web at campusclothes.com. That's K-A-M-P-U-S-K-L-O-T-H-E-S dot com. Or give us a call at 215-357-0892. That's 215-357-0892. Looking good is the first step to playing well. Campus clothes. get the look. I asked Sarah this same question, uh, and I'm curious if, if if it applies to diving as well as swimming. Um, sport really seems to be a sport that you need to be both physically and mentally prepared to succeed in would would you would you say it's the same uh, yeah, i yeah w- I would agree with that and so you know, do you have to train differently in order to prepare to be physically fit for it as well as being mentally fit?
0: Um, so i I would feel as though diving's more, more of a mental sport. Um, we, we definitely like this year with Ian um, definitely trained a lot more on the mental side. He um, tried to just get us more calm, just more meat ready. Just kept telling us, you know, we practice these dives every day. Hmm. Don't change anything in a meet. You're going to do great. And that was definitely, that was definitely something that really improved with our performances at A-10s.
1: So I I feel like most people may not understand the sport of diving. Hmm. Walk us through exactly what you're being scored on when you, when you get up on the board.
0: So as soon as we step up on that board, we, and they announce that dive, then we start getting scored. Um, So they, they look at the way that we walk down the board. They look at the power we use on the board um and then really just the dive itself if if there's a a splashy entry at the bottom like they'll you might lose a couple of points at off the end um but yeah just stuff like that they they look for power they look for prettiness uniqueness stuff like that
1: and and how did you get into diving i feel like uh diving's not a super popular sport for you know kids to get into growing up you mentioned that at least as young as seventh grade, you were competing. When did, when did you start? You know, how did you get involved? What was that whole process like for you?
0: Um, So I started diving back in uh, sixth grade. Um, I I originally started swimming. Um, My family, my whole family is like a swimming family. Uh, My sister went to the university of Rhode Island and then my brother was the one who actually started diving. So he dove at Cal Berkeley, um, definitely, Um, Was motivated to do that um, because of him. He was definitely my main source of inspiration with diving. So, got to give him some credit.
1: Yeah, is there um, some trash talking that goes on between you and your sister, with her being at uh, you know having compete at at
0: URI? Oh yeah, there's definitely some back talk, but we won't get into that.
1: (laughs) You know, you're a local kid from Glenside. I just moved into Glenside. Oh nice, welcome to love the area. What? kind of brought you to LaSalle I'm assuming growing up you probably competed at Kirk Pool a time or two
0: yeah a bunch of times um for we would go and watch um high school districts down at LaSalle we would for um like a bunch of like uh summer league meets or winter league meets we would go down to LaSalle and compete just uh I definitely got a um a taste for the pool um but definitely Steve Kutchoff was a main inspiration to come to the school and look at the campus and join the team.
1: So what was it about LaSalle specifically, obviously, you know, coach Steve had a, had a role in it, but did you like the academic part of it, the campus itself? Like, was it, what was it that really made you be like, yep, this is the place I need to go?
0: Well, academically, they have a really good nursing program. I'm I'm in the nursing program. So it was definitely huge to get a good school with um, that type of program, but definitely, um, You'll hear it from all of us, but the the men's team is such a such a tight-knit family. Mm-hmm. Uh, as the first time that I came and visited the school, I, I met everyone on the boys team and I just was like, these are great group of guys. Mm-hmm. And I could definitely see myself spending my college years with them. with them.
1: And so you know being a nursing major, is it difficult to manage the class load? I'm sure. You're probably getting ready to do clinicals at some point in your academic career while also maintaining practicing, getting the getting the jumps in that you need to get in, getting the reps in that you 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 know, you need to prepare. What what's that like to to have to juggle all of that?
0: Oh gosh, it's so challenging. Um I mean, gotta put your mind to it. Um I, I chose it, so I feel like that I can't really get out of it, but or I can't really complain about it, but um definitely taking advantage of all like sort the resources that LaSalle offers. Um, reaching out to a bunch of tutors. Last year I would always do that in my freshman year. Definitely try and um figure out a schedule. You know.
1: All right, Sam. Well listen, thanks so much for joining us. Congrats on on your success out at the A10s. We're super proud of you awesome. and uh, excited to uh, excited to have you here on the podcast. Thank you so much. That is Sam Henninger, a sophomore from the Men's Swimming and Diving Program. Great to talk to him. Great to talk to Sarah. Great weekend for our swimming and diving programs out at the A-10s. Super proud of them. It's been a great episode. We appreciate everybody for tuning in. Thanks to our uh, sponsor, Philadelphia Mortgage, for their support. I'm your host, Ed LaFurge. We'll catch you again on the next one. Thanks for listening to Inside the L, the podcast. Go Explorers! In today's economy, good financial advice is critical. That's why it's important to work with a team of dedicated financial advisors committed to listening to you, understanding your concerns, and helping you make sure all aspects of your financial life are aligned. At Crow Wealth Management at UBS Financial Services, we strive to provide advice tailored to your individual circumstances and all you'd like your wealth to achieve talk to us about how we can help you embrace your financial future with confidence. Reach out to Chris Crow at 609-677-2243. It's time. Time to get a health plan that's perfect for times like this. A plan that has you covered for free doctor visits 24-7 with telemedicine and more. Get the plan more people choose than any other. Call 1-855-251-3131
2: today to get an Independence Blue Cross plan.
1: Peter Buxbaum founded Philadelphia Mortgage Company with one goal in mind, to help people make smarter, better informed financial decisions when looking to purchase a home. With 40 years of experience and well over 10,000 clients served, PMC is committed to providing financial solutions and guiding individuals through the mortgage process. For your mortgage need, call Peter Buxbaum at 215-740-8999 or visit philadelphiamortgage.com.